Listen up, listen up, listen up. What is going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I am Lady Sola, the host for this, and I just want to thank you for checking this out. And before I introduce my guest, which I'm very excited about, I want to just give you guys a little bit of background on the podcast. Obviously, you guys know that it started from the Listen Up Reports, which I still do. Make sure to go check out my YouTube page for that. But this is an extension of that. It was something where I delved into many entertainment-related topics and really just have a lengthy conversation about it. The podcast is going to be evolving a little bit um, into something a little bit more deeper. So I'm still going to have entertainment topics and things on social media and headlines that are going viral and sports and music and film and all these things. But I'm going to try to find a way to tie it into regular everyday life conversations just so this can relate to somebody at any given time and anywhere. So that's basically where the Listen Up podcast is going. So I hope you guys will stick around for the journey. But without further ado, I have Adi Gooding on with me. And he's a fantastic young man. Uh, we met a couple years ago. <laughs> Stop, and... you're making me blush. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, what's up, everyone? So, like Abby said, or as I like to call her, A-dubs, you know, uh, my name is Ozzy Gooding. Um, I graduated from Columbia with my master's in journalism last year. You know, everyone wanted to yeah, focus fish. on, you know, traditional news that's boring. I like entertainment. So when Abby reached out to me, was like, was like, hey, you want to come to the show? I'm like, why not? And, you know, I'm about to get ready to launch my own show. Well, relaunch, I should say. Uncensored with Ozzy Gooden premiering next month. I'm still finalizing everything in the format of the show. But it will be on Citizens Television. So you can check that out in New Haven, West Haven. And there's a couple of other cities that isn't coming to mind right now. But it's going to be hot. And you know A-Dubs is going to be up there, too. Talking about entertainment with me. It's going to be hot. But yeah, so that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, that's dope. I just want to say major congrats on all the independent, creative projects and and kind of ventures that you're taking on. I know it's going to be lit. I know it's going to turn up. It's going to make people's jaws drop and eyebrows raise. And, you know, that's what we need (laughs) in society today. We need to think about what we got going on out here. So you will be a catalyst for that. And I can't wait to kind of chime in and be a part of that so you know with everything that goes on in life we kind of are living in a day and age of social media decades ago social media didn't exist so it was all about the human touch the I'll call you later I'll leave you a voicemail I'll mail you a letter right and now those things have kind of come and gone and now social media has basically replaced all of that so our first topic is going to start with Bow Wow this happened a few weeks ago. Bow Wow, he's always out in these streets doing something ridiculous. You know, it just never ends. And this time around, he actually posted a photo of a private jet uh, on Instagram claiming that he was heading to New York to do some, you know, exciting promo for his new reality show. Congrats to him. He's an exec producer for Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. So on WeTV, check that out. Looks like it's going to be interesting. However, the qualm that I have about this is that He was not getting on that private jet, y'all. Another dude posted an Instagram photo saying that they saw him sleeping. 
Posted a picture about it. You can tell it was him sleeping on a commercial flight. It wasn't even first class. It wasn't even Delta or JetBlue or any of those fancy airlines. It looked like Spirit Airlines, if you ask me. But he was on there, and then he wanted to get all mad after, like, oh, y'all always in my business, and, like, posting fake photos from months ago, and this and that. Y'all always on my case, and it's like... Dude, you got caught up. Like, well, he shouldn't have been, been posting the pictures, and then he went and got called out. He's a fraud. Let's be real. Like, you know, like Nikki said, like Nikki said, you know, he's a fraud. And my thing is this: like, Bowell hasn't been relevant since years ago. He hasn't had a, a good hit since '09, and that was even questionable. Remember that with um Chris Brown and stuff? But he hasn't been like a hot about you, yeah. artist, yeah, since he was like 14 years old. So like. This growing up hip hop show, I'll check it out. I maybe I'll check it out and see what's going on. But he's washed up. I don't have nothing against Bow Wow personally, but I'm just saying he just wanna front and pretend he got it like that. Look at me on the jet, but you sleeping. You write a commercial like me. So that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think the deeper, you know, topic to segue into from this is why? Why does Bow Wow think that this is okay? Why does he feel compelled to to do something like this? To fake for the gram and to post fake pictures and a stock photo that somebody found where it was. As a celebrity, somebody that claims he has millions of dollars, he sold 25 million records, he loves to, to drop that knowledge every chance he gets. Somebody that was a child star that was beloved and all of that, screen tours, sold out arenas and all that. Why someone that has so much success? He ain't regular folk like you and me. He's actually been out here doing stuff for decades. Why even him feel like he needs to fake on social media? Why not just be yourself? That's that's the thing that has my my wheels going. I think it's just the celebrity culture as a whole. Because if you look at it, you can see that a lot of celebrities, especially the ones who had millions and millions of dollars years ago, blown through their money, like they still want to fake it. They want to pretend that they have a lot of money. It's Hollywood. It's like you can't go from being a celebrity to like, you know, a regular person. And I just feel like, you know, back then, like I said, he was hot as far as being a musician. Everyone loved him. Those screen tours, all the girls was like, oh, they were singing his song like Little Bow Wow. You just <laughs> don't know. The you, way you move so exactly. Fast the flow. But but now it's like they're not checking for him. Who's checking for Bow Wow? So like he still wants to be relevant. He still wants to show that he has that money and that fame as well. You know. So I think that's essentially what it is. Okay. Okay. That, I mean, that's so the perfect way of putting it. Somebody that had the fame that was a celebrity and wanting to still hold on to that, even if the zeros are not attached to the the bank account even if the money is not there you still want to act as if it is because you've grown such a huge fan base and people to listen he, he wants to still appear to be what mm-hmm. people have seen him as but what about regular everyday people that do the same thing like what is their motivation well i feel like everyone's <laughs> doing the same thing they're chasing their dreams and chasing that coin you know so like you know it's just him it's on uh larger scale because he was already there achieved such great things as far as wealth prosperity etc and then you have ordinary folks who are just trying to achieve that dream so you know there's still you got people too like in the hood too like rappers or aspiring rappers you know they want to show all the money look at me i got millions of dollars and stuff so i feel like it's the same thing you know it's like him he has fallen a little bit i'm not i don't know his financial status so he may still have 
money, but he's not where he used to be. And you got people who want to be, you know, rappers and stuff. They aspire to be a rapper. And it's like, you know, look at me, I'm balling. Now I got a local hit. So it's just two different scales, but the concept is still the same. Okay. That's an interesting dichotomy because you have like the rich who has fallen a little bit and then people that are at the bottom that's trying to rise to the top. But both ends are practicing the same same thing exactly. which is kind of interesting what about people that take their personal issues and drama to social media instead of calling texting you can even dm the person you can dm in uh, twitter there's a uh, dms on snapchat there's dms for all social media if you don't want to call or text the person okay why do people choose to bring drama or call people out for stuff that they're angry about or even couples that are going through a rough patch in their relationship why do they take it to social media like Wait, i don't so are we talking crazy. about trump here <laughs> Well, he's, uh, okay, he's because definitely he's a, part a of that. prime example. He just, if he's upset, he's having a bad day. Like, you're going to hear it from our president. Like, he's going to go hard. I don't know. I just feel like it's very entertaining when you have a lot of celebrities, including the president, who gets on social media and just sort of goes at people full throttle and with their anger. So, I don't know. I feel like it's entertaining. But me personally, I'm not going to air out my dirty laundry. Well, I have went off on a couple of people on social media, but that's only if they came for me. Like, you know, then I had to shut haters down. So there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you got to be careful with that. Right. Don't come for me unless I send for you. I think that's the best way that that's said. But yeah, so let's let's kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about Tiger Woods. Obviously, he's kind of going through a lot right now. Just early Monday morning of this week, the police in uh, Jupiter, Florida, found him on some random road, slumped over his steering wheel uh, in the middle of the road. His brake lights was on, the right headlight was on, his car was running, but he was just not coherent he wasn't awake or anything like that they did do several uh tests he failed several field sobriety tests but the breathalyzer aspect was 0.0 on the alcohol end which was interesting so it kind of cleared some things up but he did admit to the police that he's like on four different prescription medication so i mean it's kind of a lot to take in this is someone that I mean, he's been caught cheating, gotten divorced from his wife. You know, he hasn't won a PGA tour since like 2009 or something like that. Multiple back surgery. So he's, this is really someone that like Bow Wow, but in a different way has started at the top and has kind of. He's not poor now. (laughs) (laughs) He's not poor now. So, you know, he's not like Bow Wow. Let me stop. (laughs) Bow Wow made me watch it. Like, yo, what's this dude talking about? He tried to come for me and, you know, sue me or anything. I ain't that bad. (laughs) Exactly. But, like, what do you think about what tiger has been through and how he put himself in that situation like as far as this situation like tiger should not been having a good time with prescription medication because he was basically saying that you know he had i guess a cocktail of like prescription drugs and stuff he didn't realize they would affect him so strongly he put out that statement or whatever But one could say he could have been on coke. Like, some people have a strong reaction. Like, and I know a couple of people, because back in the day in college, like, I used to party, you know. I I was never into drugs or doing any of that. But there were people who was, like, strung out on that. It hit them. 
let me tell you, some bad things could go wrong. Yes. But maybe it was just prescription drugs. So I say give him the benefit of the doubt. However, we look at his history with the whole cheating thing. Remember with his um, former wife, her name's Elin. Was that is that her name, Elin? Oh, shoot. Elin. I, I think her name was Elin, the blonde white chick. You know, <laughs> when she came out there with that golf club, and he was like screwing all these different women. So... Uh, Tiger past has been shady, so I don't know if I would give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm. But however, things happen, and all I gotta say is he's not like Bow Wow now. He's still making money, you know. <laughs> yeah, not posting I, fake pics. I, <laughs> Let me stop. Like, look at me on this golf course. So it really is like <laughs> exactly. Stop. He's not even on a golf course. But I mean, yeah, I kind of feel the same way about Tiger. His past is shady, so it does kind of cause you to look sideways at him a little bit. Like, huh? Like, okay, the police arrested you. It's a DUI-related situation. It wasn't any alcohol, but there was hella prescription drugs. So why are you taking so many drugs? I think it's in relation to the back surgeries he's had. Does he need to be taking all those prescriptions? Why were you going somewhere when you're on, you know, on four different medications? It's just decisions and actions that he's made that doesn't really... Adam. A lot of celebrities abuse prescription drugs. Let's yeah. not forget Michael Jackson. He was on all of those medication that he was on and, you know, he went bonkers. He had back problems. He was dependent on, you know, painkillers and all of that. That's true. Um, so things happen, you know, and people get addicted. So maybe Tiger is an addict or an addict in the making. Maybe he's not. Maybe this is just a one-time thing. But what I will say, if he is an addict and he constantly abuses prescription drugs, the truth will come out and the truth will set him free too. So, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely think that there's going to be more to come on this situation. This is only the beginning of this issue that he's going through and we'll see how it plays out. But getting back to like DUIs and stuff like that, obviously Tiger's situation wasn't a traditional DUI but how do you feel about just DUIs in general and you know is it ever okay for anybody to drive under the influence is there any exceptions or where there's some gray areas where it's like oh that's not really that big of a deal Let me tell that's you. fine I mean what do you think there's about nothing it? wrong with a little drinking and driving and that's off the record <laughs> okay okay <laughs> because like, I've had a couple of drinks before and got behind the wheel but I wasn't like effed up like you know i was able to drive i could see you know i'm sure i was within the legal limit okay let me just say that do you know the legal no i do not but god's with me and god told me i was in within the um legal limit so it's like okay as long as you're within boundaries of the law you know as far as consuming a certain amount of alcohol it's okay hop behind the wheel of the car as long as you're not going to kill anyone but the minute you exceed that level of what is the legal limit then that's a problem. And I also feel like this is symptomatic of the culture as mm-hmm. a whole. You could look at Lindsay Lohan, how she was all strung out on drugs, alcohol, hopping behind the wheel of a car. And, you know, she even was involved in the car accident because she was under the influence. Yeah. And she was a hot mess. Chloe, that happened to her one time, remember like years ago yeah. on the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and stuff. So I feel like this is celebrity culture. You know, we could drink as much as we want, hop behind the wheel, do whatever we want. But you can also look at it as far as ordinary people like ordinary people like myself. 
who has had a few drinks, you right. know. I don't have the money to, you know, call me a fancy limo and be like, yo, come pick me up, drive me up home. You know, or a car yeah. service or anything yeah. like that. But I guess I could have gotten an Uber, but hey, why not? If you're... Hey, Ubers are kind of pricey too now, depending <laughs> on where you go. As long as, I'm, as, long as I can up. function yeah. um, after consuming a certain amount of beverages, I'll hop behind the wheel. That's off the record. I'm joking in case the police is listening to your podcast. <laughs> well, um, I kind of see this situation as a very subjective one to a certain extent. I do think you can drive under the influence but like you said there as long as you're within the legal limit i mean to be honest in college i had plenty of friends who used to drive drunk like confidently like oh i'm good i'm good and it's like you've been drinking like you know we don't have any designated driver and they're like i do this all the time i've been known to do it quite a bit too is it always the safest thing to do no but that is kind of something that you know you're taking a risk with but i feel like That brings me to my next point. Tipsy, there's a difference between tipsy and drunk. I feel like if you're tipsy and you know your limit, you know yourself well, your surroundings, kind of how you feel and who you are. And if you're someone that drives a lot, you're not a new driver, you're not like, oh, I just had my permit or, oh, my shit is suspended. Then if you just know yourself well, if you're on the tipsy side and you feel comfortable, it's fine. If you are drunk thinking you're tipsy, that ain't good, okay? Because that happens too where you're like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm all right. It's like you're really like effed up. It just hasn't really hit you yet or you know what I mean? So that's kind of how I feel about it. Well, what about driving drunk with others? Oh, my God. Like when I was young, I was dumb. Okay, I'm 27 now. But 10 years ago, high school, it was like one of my good friends at the time. I won't say her name because I don't want to put her on blast. She may be listening. <laughs> but uh, shout out to shout out to you, friend Christina. No, <laughs> why not? Make, make sure make sure to share the link, Christina. We share the link, Christina. You know, I love you. But um, years ago, like when I, we were like seventeen, she used to always have a car. Like, and it was me, her, and a bunch of other friends, and she would get fucked up. Excuse my language, and right. uh, and she would like drink and all of that. And then she would drive. She was a good drunk driver. And then don't get her pissed. Because she on the highway, she's smashing on the gas. Like, mashing the gas pedal down. Like, I know that's not funny because this is a serious issue. But when I was younger, I was so stupid. I was like, well, she knows how to drive when she's drunk. Not thinking that a person who is inebriated could really, like, hurt someone. So, yeah. um, I didn't really think about that. And the fact of her being intoxicated could have really like hurt me others and so forth so you know you live and you learn and in college you know I remember um I was with my boys at the time and we were just like driving whatever we were drinking I'm not a weed smoker that's never been my thing I tried it a couple times in college I was like eh this isn't for me I'll stick to the liquor you know get fucked up turn up so um yeah and then you know they were like smoking and driving and stuff so just looking back now, I see how much I have grown as a person and how I'm more mature. So I wouldn't get in the car with someone who's severely, you know, under the influence, whether that's because of liquor or um, because of like smoking, recreational drugs. Like I just wouldn't do that. If someone's inebriated, they can um, cause you to die or, you know, cause bodily harm to you and others and themselves as well. So, you know, you got to think smartly, guys.
Okay. All right. I, I respect that. What about in the situation where the driver is inebriated and they insist that I can drive? Like, let's go, y'all. Like, and they want to drive and then you guys kind of go along with it. And then there is an accident that happens. You know, let's just play the scenario out. Nobody dies and then like that. You run. <laughs> As soon as they hit that person, you get your black ass up and you run out the car. You run. Deuces. No, let me stop. Uh, well, okay. So you're saying you would run in that no, situation. No, I, I wouldn't run. I'm joking. I wouldn't even get in the car to begin with. You're not joking. 17-year-old Ozzy would have gotten his ass probably in the car. Or, you know, where, Ozzy where at college. Where are you running to, though? Where are you running um, to? This is like in the, but the I would, back road somewhere. You know what? I wouldn't have placed myself in that situation to begin mm, with okay. because I'm a grown, mature man now. <laughs> when I, I was a grown kid, now. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, I would have been like, whatever, you know. But you know, I feel like with age, you become more mature and you mm. gain wisdom. So yeah, but there's some people who would definitely still get in the car and then they would run. Have you ever yes. seen cops? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they, That's real life, baby. They really be trying to, like, make a run for it, like, for real. And you just be shaking your head like, oh, my gosh. Like, they not even running fast enough. They, like, tripping over their feet. They falling, trying to get back up. And I guess they feel like this is the end of the road. Like, what else do I have to lose, right? Like, I'm about to go to jail. I might as well try to just escape. But the DUI situation is a very serious situation, especially people that have been involved in in accidents and have family or friends that have been involved in it. Um, I do think there's different levels to it. There's more smaller, kind of not big deal situations, and there are more extreme situations. And that's why it is a serious crime now. You know, you get your license taken away and you can't drive for, I don't know, three months or I, I don't really exactly. know too much about Sometimes it. Sometimes you'll go to yeah. um, like prison. If it's really like serious, but that's probably more so if you were to have like harmed someone, like seriously maimed them, or you know they died, something like that probably would result in you know a prison sentence. Or if right. you like Khloe Kardashian, you got that money, you walk it, or like Lindsay. So right, that yeah, they mean make you go to some rehab or <laughs> class. You take a couple of classes. prison like Martha Stewart, and that's like a resort, you know. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, speaking exactly. of prison, one of our popular <laughs> reality X stars is in prison right now, Mr. Apollo Nida. And even from behind bars, he is still making waves out here, okay? Somehow he managed to get engaged to a new girl who's going to be on the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. He's still communicating with people on the outside, he's still making headlines for, you know, basically the whole divorce process between him and Phaedra and how he got dragged out and you know he's still out here making moves so shout out to Mr. Apollo that's somebody that is in a very tight confinement and is still being able to spread I, himself out how do you put down the <laughs> D in prison like I just don't get that how do you spread it all out in prison like and get you a new woman like I don't understand that that's new but yeah. okay it's interesting no that is but he's you know he's still trying to make 
as much coin as possible. Obviously, him and Phaedra had an interesting journey or whatnot. They're going finalizing, or I think the divorce is supposed to be final now, but now he's requesting that she revise the prenup because before they got married, she wasn't on Real Housewives of Atlanta at the time. So the prenup did not reflect her coinage from that opportunity. So now he wants that to be reflecting in the prenup so that he can try to get more money. So, I mean, do you think Apollo has a right to be making these kind of demands? It's like... Based on how everything went down between them and... He's a criminal, so it's like... How are you going to be demanding more money? You should be lucky if you get anything. You're sitting behind bars. You're in a jail cell, and then you want to demand more money. Like, I believe he was sentenced to eight years, correct? Yes, yes. So he just wants to get that money, stack it up, so when he gets out, he can take care of his new wife off of her coins, so (laughs) to speak. So it's just it's crazy. I don't think he deserves the money. And if I were her, I would say, hell no, you're not getting any more money. Like, you know, have fun with your new boyfriend in prison or your new wife or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Right. But yeah, so um, if I was her, I wouldn't give him anything. I mean, the damage has been done. You know, like (laughs) you did the, the money laundering, the fraud activity and all the racketeering and all of that. And obviously, you were doing a lot of illegal business, which I, to this day, still think Phaedra had a, a good hand in it, and she knew what was going on, and I even think she was helping you. But whatever arrangement you guys worked out where you were going to take the fall and she was going to raise the kids, I don't know about all those details, but y'all worked it out, you're in jail, and you should be taking what was already on the table, not trying to come back to the table and add more stuff like it, it doesn't work that way it's not fair so since we are on this subject of taking an L and that's a loss in case you guys don't know what that is my girl Wendy Williams broke it down um I believe it was earlier this week and basically she said like a real man is gonna do the time for his um woman like she was talking about the tiny and T.I. thing how oh. she th- thought you know tiny was involved with the whole guns thing and stuff mm-hmm. remember T.I. went to prison years back yeah and about a, she was like Wendy's like you know a real man will take the L for his woman and stuff like that and some of the guys in the the audience were looking like you're crazy she's like no a real man well you know wendy and everything so my question for you is is you mentioned that you think phaedra you know may have had something to do with the whole thing um so do you think he's a real man for taking the l for her and maybe he should get a little bit of money if he did take the l for her you know because if i'm doing time and your ass should have been in there oh yeah you giving me some more money like, you lucky, because let me tell you, first of all, I wouldn't be doing no L, taking one for anyone, male, female, I don't care who you are, my grandpa, like, <laughs> you on your own, if you did the crime, you doing the time, especially if I'm going down, you're going with me to the prison cell, so, like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that it's a very dicey situation, and none of us know all of the known facts as to how involved Phaedra was, when did she get involved? I do think that Apollo was always sketchy before they dated. He had actually been to prison before, like in his younger years, before they really got serious. And and she knew, she knew his whole story top to bottom and she still went after him. She still pursued him. She still was getting involved with him and all of that. I think that her thought was that she was going to reform him and she was the one making more money. Obviously she has her hands in a lot of things. She's a 
evil attorney, a very bad one, but shady one, but an attorney. She's, you know, into the mortuary stuff and, you know, she has all her philanthropy work and all of this things on the political side. So I think that she really was hoping to transform Apollo and, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Now, with that being said and how everything has played out with Phaedra getting fired from Real Housewives and all the shady stuff she did in this season that just passed, I can't put much past her. She might have been very involved with the Apollo situation. If she was, I do think she should have some sympathy towards him to give him more money and to just let the thing die out because she knew what was going on. And unfortunately, we don't know the depths of how much she was involved with it. If she just knew and kind of let it roll or she was giving ideas and making drops or whatever, whatever was going on. You know, I think that depending on how much and only Phaedra knows this, but depending on how much she was involved and what ties she has in that situation, she should give some of the money. Maybe not agree to all that the judge may want to take, but she should agree to give him a little extra. All, all I, she was a part of it. All I would, all I have to say is this: If I were Apollo, I would spill the beans of her ass. Like I would have thrown her black ass to the wolves. Like there's no way I would have been going down. Especially if he didn't get a lot of money out of it. So he's taking a loss essentially for her. But think about it: He's the one that was the person involved in the the fraud but she's like a co-conspirator kind of but he's still the one that led Mm. the the, the operation she just was kind of like the tag along you know what i mean so he has the upper hand in terms of he should take more of the fall you know what i mean and what about the kids though you have to think about that she can't go to jail with maybe she's a good lawyer after all she knew how to you know scheme you know, and she, she to engage in criminal activities just a little bit, but enough to keep her hands clean. That's what you call a smart attorney. So I think she's actually good. She's using that lawyering for something, you know, and she made a bunch of money off of it. But um, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, we'll see. And just, yeah, just tying in, obviously, the, the more conversational piece of this topic, which is prenups in general, when, when a couple is ready to jump the broom, ready to take that relationship to the highest level. What do you think about prenups in general? Obviously, neither of us are married, you know, but do you agree with prenups? What are the pros and cons in your eyes? Hell yes, because the way I look at it like this is my money is mine. Your money is yours. Like, if we're married, you're taking what you brought into the relationship. I'm taking mine. I don't care if we if we did build something together, then we could decide, you know, about, like, splitting up evenly. Yeah, but I'm not going to be making, have made, like, $50 million. You only made one. You told me, yeah, I stayed home. You know, I fed the kids. I cleaned. <laughs> so, you know, I deserve half of your money. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I am not giving you half. And I know um, Karima, our friend, would disagree with me because her and I had a very heated and spirited debate a couple of months ago about this. And she's like, well, you know what? If a woman stay home, you know, she's cleaning. She should be able to hold on to all her money. And like, if if they get a divorce, I think she said about the divorce part too, that they should get something and all. And I was like to her, listen, sister. Like, what is mine is mine, what's yours is yours. I don't believe in that, oh, because we're, you know, it's a union. Like, now we divide things equally. It's a business, baby. Like, you know, and I'm taking my assets and you taking yours. So, that's just basically the way I um, see it. And then I don't know how much money I'm going to make in the future. Especially when Uncensored with Ozzy good and blows up. 
like all the skeezers will be coming out the woodwork. <laughs> hey, I want to have a kid with you. I want to do this. Let's get married. Oh, well, you signed a dotted line. I will give you $25,000. I'm keeping my millions, you know, and we'll see. And the kids are coming with me. <laughs> You know, you said something real interesting. You said this isn't a union. This is a business. So I just want to get your take on marriage real quick. I mean, what do you see marriage as? Because obviously you kind of have a very uh, different perspective on marriage, it seems like. Listen, my parents have been happily married um, for 30 plus years. You know, so I know... Thanks, thanks, you know, and I I know what marriage can do and how good it can be for like one's family, but for me, I just see it, like I said, as a business, like we're going to get married together, we're going to split the bills 50-50, it's a way to save money, it's a way that, especially if you have a smart partner, like you guys can build together, and like I said, if you're generating money with your partner, then okay, I believe that you should, you know, split the assets, not with what you came into the relationship with because i said it's a it's a business but uh then you should do that but at the end of the day i still want my own check i want my checkbook because it's a business you have shady business partners and you never know if someone's gonna steal all the money or do whatever you know and think about all of the people who get married for the wrong reasons like you'll have some women who will marry these fat ugly old guys why because they have a lot of money and that's what they want they want financial stability so i feel like that's basically what the culture is like half of divorces and it may even be more now break up because of like irreconcilable differences you know and stuff and majority of them i think which is half or that may be more don't even last so it's a business people are thinking about their pocketbook um and all of that stuff people aren't really thinking about love i'm sure some people are like my parents and stuff but that was back in the olden days like nowadays people just want to make money do you think tamar really loved it or what she think about her music career come on (laughs) (laughs) she's attractive woman he was like wally the whale he lost a lot of weight now but she was thinking about it like especially after five record deals like not being successful i think the sixth one was when she really made it pop she was like listen i'm gonna be sad either way whether my career works out or not and like i'm not trying to throw her under the bus i love you tamar um and vince you cool too no offense brother um but it's just realness real talk right you just keeping it 100 and that's what the listen up podcast is all about it's having real raw conversations and you dropped a lot of gems i'm just like mind blown right now because whoo i think we definitely have some different (laughs) opinions on marriage prenups and kind of love and how you bring the money together i guess keep it apart (laughs) (laughs) in your separate checkbooks (laughs) separate checkbooks my stance on this is that it's a fluid topic it's a case-by-case basis that's how i see it prenup i mean i don't know how i really feel about it 100 percent. i i do think it's it's just kind of I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, unless you're a rich folk or whatever, you have a lot of money in your bank account. But I think it really just depends on the, the mates, the, the parties involved. How do they feel about it? If one person is gun cold, the other person is like, hell no, I'm not signing no prenup. Like, that's weird. Like, we can just do everything, you know, off the books, off the record. Or if both people are like, yeah, let's do the prenup, then it's all good. If both people, if one or the other is kind of split, 
you have to really figure out why do you want this prenup? Why don't you want this prenup? Have those conversations to see how you can meet in the middle. Marriage, to a certain sense, it is a business just like anything else. Prenup is a form of protection. I think it's a smart move to make. And like with Candy and Todd, she was very adamant about getting the prenup. I really do think they love each other. And, you know, it wasn't one of those things where she's like, I'm not messing with you like that. But she's paid. Like Candy is about her business. Like, and I respected that. Of course, Todd was kind of, you know, he was indifferent about it. He wasn't really like making a huge deal. Like, why do you want to do this prenup? But you could tell he didn't really want to do it. But he he did it because she was stern on it. She was like, we're not doing this marriage if you're not getting the prenup. And if things go left between them, which I hope doesn't, nobody gets married to get divorced. But if things do go left in those kind of situations, it's smart to be protected. And I just, I'll just say this. Let me tell you, if some rich celebrity wants to marry me, I'm going to be hesitant to do a prenup. Or unless I'm getting me a nice check in case the marriage uh, dissolves. Because right now, I don't got much to my name. I got <laughs> talent. But, you know, I'm making sure I get me a check after. Okay. Man, well said, well said. All I will say is that, hey, whether you choose to do a prenup or not, have that conversation and hopefully y'all won't have no trust issues or... Or open marriage, you know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either, okay? That's another topic. Oh, okay. Right, let me write that one down. Open marriage. What do you like, think about open marriages? I think open marriages are perfectly fine because I feel like monogamy... It's something that needs to be non-existent. Like, I, here's the thing. You can love people, but you're always going to find other people that you find attractive. So why commit? Like, that's another reason why I don't want to get married. Because, like, I don't who I want to be with one person for the rest of my life. Like, I'm going to get tired of you. Yeah. Like, and I feel like a lot of people have that mentality. And I, I get what they're saying. Like, someone once told me that, you know, sex is just like a plus. It's like being with your best friend, your partner, whatever but it's like okay you want that but at the same time you horny you want to get off like <laughs> you know sometimes you don't want to like just necessarily be with that person so i feel like there's nothing wrong with having an open relationship as long as it's safe like of course you you strap it up if you're a guy like you're not just raw dog and people like, <laughs> well i, I would i would hope not. <laughs> you know what I'm would... like you want to make sure that you're safe and your partner's safe as well so I think that can be a plus and, you know, just spice it up in the bedroom. Like I think back, I don't want to get off topic, but I was watching the talk um, today and um, the girls were talking about how, like, I guess this new company has invented some type of cyber sex in the sense that um, the guy could put on the helmet and think about like a porn star that he's screwing or whatever when he with his partner as a way to spice it up. And, you know, it was so funny hearing the different ladies take on on that like me i don't think there's anything wrong with it if you both are into it like you know put the helmet on maybe you screwing pamela anderson or someone you know even though she's not a porn star but you know well, anymore anymore yeah, yeah. well you know she changed well yeah because she was with tommy getting it taking the d but Play um weight, <laughs> exactly but yeah. you know just Sex have a little tape. fun spice it up have an open marriage this you is know? definitely a topic for it okay i'm gonna have to bring you back okay. on it that yeah. would definitely have to be a topic because that for sure is something we will have to delve into. And you know I'm not yeah. holding back. Even with Uncensored with Ozzy Gooden, which will be um, premiering, relaunching, I should say, next month, Citizens Television. I'll keep you guys up to date with that. I'm looking to um, set an exact date. And like I said, A-Dubs is going to be up there. And you know Abby 
and we'll be talking about great topics. But you know, I like to be um a hundred percent transparent and just give you my that. take on things and you know report as well. So that's what the show's gonna be about, baby. Yeah, for sure. Let let the people know like where they can follow you. I know you say you don't really care for social media, but you well, know YouTube, any any social media, Facebook, Twitter, any of that, any website. Give so, the people what they want. So, Give them that information so, so they can it's so find out where you at. That you talk about me not really liking social media because everyone who knows me knows like I loathe social media just because it's like I feel like you're constantly putting out your business and all of that and people are like well how do you want to be a public person how are you a public person but you know you don't really like social media and you know it's like a double-edged sword which we talked about yeah um, I'm kind of the earlier. same way as well but I, I don't hate it like you do but I don't feed into it much I'm, I'm kind of a private person actually I have a YouTube page I don't even know this is how much I don't use social media. I don't know the specific um, name of it, but... Okay. Um, well, at least I, they I, can I, search on YouTube. You can search uncensored. Uncensored. With without, Gooding. Yes. And then I'm working on getting the pages set up and getting all that taken care of this month. So okay. next month, we'd be ready to rock and roll. But I can give you more information to send out to your listeners and all that. Yeah. But um, I just want to make it hot. It's like this whole thing is a process, but I'm loving yes. it. I like talking about celebrities. I love the gossip. I love giving people the raw, unfiltered truth. And you know, this is what you need, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, even though I'm the host of this thing and everything, you have thoroughly entertained me on my own show. So I just want to say thank you. <laughs> thank for you. Thank Grayson. you. And blessing us with your presence and your unfiltered uh, truths. Because <laughs> I done learned me. a lot today, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, so definitely make sure to search Ozzy Gooding on YouTube. It'll be very easy to find. Uncensored Ozzy, that's O-Z-Z-I-E. Last name Gooding, G-O-O-D-I-N-G. Make sure to find him on there. I'll definitely be supporting you as you get your show off and running. You can also um, basically find all my social media stuff on Abby air.com a-b-i-o-n-a-i-r.com i have all my social media on there so thank you so much guys for listening this is episode five just trying to keep it rolling trying to keep it going and i really appreciate the support and that is all talk to y'all soon peace out for show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>